Welcome to the old school meeting of Overeaters Anonymous, which features speakers with long-term abstinence. This meeting was born online, and it's going to stay that way. That means you can attend live on Tuesday evenings at 6.30 Pacific if you'd like to. Go to the Los Angeles Intergroup's webpage at oalaig.org for login information. And now, our speaker. Thank you, first, Steph, for asking me to lead. I haven't uh, led a meet, an 18-minute lead in a long time. Um, and it had me thinking, I don't know, I find my, my hand, I feel myself nervous. And I don't even know why. I, I mean, I've been, probably because OA is something very special to me. I mean, I've been in the program for 30 years. I was figuring out the numbers. And I first came in when I was 23. and I actually found OA through the Yellow Pages hotline, something that, that doesn't even exist anymore, uh, Yellow Pages. Um, and I just remember waking up from another binge of sugar, and I, I remember exactly what it was, and I was just, I was so, I was done. I was so tired of passing out from eating too much sugar or whatever it was, but sugar was really my thing at the time. And I remember going to my first OA meeting and just heard exactly what I needed to hear. I felt very fortunate that I heard what I needed to hear. I cried the whole time. Someone came up to me and offered to be my sponsor. And I was just kind of off to the races. You know, I was gonna get better. I was gonna graduate. I was gonna do this perfectly. And, and then everything would be okay, you know? And I remember riding my fourth step frantically on an airplane coming back from New York, you know, and this guy's like sitting next to me, like, is everything okay? You know, and I, and I was just determined that I just, I wanted to get through the 12 steps, you know, and I, and then after going through several sponsors, because I would put too much on one human being, I learned they were not my God. They weren't my higher power. They weren't my mom, my dad, my best friend. They were my sponsor, but it took me several sponsors going through that. And it also, I think after the last one dumped me, I was just like, fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore. So I turned my first husband into my higher power and moved to San Francisco. I was in LA at the time and that did not work out as I'm sure you all can imagine. And, um, but, you know, it was program was the, the roots were planted. I knew I could find it any place. So I found we were going through a divorce and I, it was horrible. And I found rooms in San Francisco. I eventually got myself back to LA and, you know, so it was like about five, I took like a five-year hiatus and you know, in, in the beginning, it, when I first came in, it was like, no sugar, no this. I was going to save every single friend that I had that was overweight. I, my family, you know, I was the cheerleader for OA. And I realized not everybody wants to do the work that's involved. And um, so, I mean, after this hiatus, after my first divorce, um you know, sugar was a thing, you know, sugar still was a thing. So in, in 2000, I came back and, um, 
you know, I, I think I probably did a, a no sugar abstinence for a couple Debbie, years again. Five yes. Minutes, five minutes have okay, gone by. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, and my, my abstinence now is it's been 19 years. It's no binging, no starving, not leaving program and not leaving the planet earth. Cause the planet earth is something, I mean, I deal with depression and when I took this reclaimed my abstinence, it was after taking an overdose. And I was just, was like, this is not something that's abstinent, it, you know, trying to take my life, but that's, it just isn't cool. And, you know, I had have a lot of, you know, outside help, but the room, and I remember one of my doctors said, you're going to, when I know you're going to be feeling better when you are happy to be back at meetings. And, you know, he was someone who consulted people that were in rehab and stuff. And, um, you know, so it was a journey because I had at the time I was with who was going to be my second husband. He did not understand this. He did not understand depression. He did not understand anxiety. He didn't, he really didn't quite understand me. You know, I, but I thought he accepted me, you know, so you know, he let me do my thing with OA and I, you know, I just, you know, I, I just went through it through a different way. You know, I wasn't leaving. I mean, the sponsor, the sponsor I have now, she's been my sponsor like 17 years. Um, and, and I think I had gone through, you know, another sponsor. I mean, I found this program for me is it's, it's a journey. It, it doesn't look, it's not perfect. It can be messy. It can, it, you know, it goes through ups and downs and the way I work my program doesn't always look exactly the same way. I don't go to the same meetings that I used to, you know, right now I'm not even going to as many meetings as my sponsor would like me to go to, but I have, I've always had different tools that I use regularly. Like, um, I mean, for me, like when I was when I've sponsored, you know, it's just, it's always like back to the basics, you know, three meals, one or two snacks, you know, whatever works for you. You know, for me, I couldn't do a specific food anymore because it was making me crazy. You know, I have, but I know I have rules around food. When food starts talking to me in the refrigerator, it's like, okay, that food does not belong in my house. You know, there's, I mean, I feel like I will, this disease is something that will always be a part of me. I've just learned how to deal with it. And I've, and I have tools, you know, that I, you know, I couldn't live without, you know, they're just like my foundation. And, you know, I've gone through so many things in this program. I've gone through two divorces. I've got, I, re, I got married during COVID. So it was my third marriage, which is the healthiest relationship I've ever had being in this program. I had to go to the people program because I had to learn how to deal with people. You know, that is like, it's, it's a, it's a big thing. You know, when you put the food down, you've got all these other things to deal with. Um, and you know, it, you know, so, and, and also I went through, you know, my adopted mother dying and, you know, that was four years ago and she's someone who, she, she put this disease on me. I mean, it wasn't genetic for me because she, they adopted me into 
a family that they thought I was going to save their marriage. And I didn't. And that's way too much to put on a a little infant. And I remember from three years old, her telling me to suck my stomach in, in a little bikini, yellow and pink bikini bathing suit. And I sucked my stomach in and held my breath for, I don't know. I mean, I just, I think in the last seven years, I started letting my stomach out. I mean, it, it was such, you know, and I never, like, I stopped blaming her because I just was like, it's not her fault. This is something that was given to her, you know, and I had a, you know, I watched the, the yo-yos, the up and down and what she went through. And, and, you know, I became anorexic because of it, you know, and I was adopted into a family that was bigger than me. And so I was always as the perfect child, you know, and that is just way too much to put on anybody. And I just, I've learned now it's like progress, not perfection. When my head starts wanting to control and be perfect, it's like, you know, I just, I turn to my higher power. I look, I, you know, there's so many things I use on a regular, like breathing, pausing, don't react, you know, um, just accepting, you know, like for me, dealing, I think, okay, like I had 19 years of being, I I had a, I lost weight in that period because of medication that I was on. And I, you know, I, I don't think I've ever been in a place where I've just loved my body. I've just never been one of those people in a way. And I, it's, it's more of accepting it. But just, um, you know, just trying and not being the whole body dysmorphia, because I, I see myself so much differently than other people see me. Um, so that's something, you know, I'm, I'm always working on and praying about just to accept and love myself just exactly the way I am. And when my mom had died, I did, I went through a stage of like, every for I think almost three years writing dear God letters every single morning and Um, there's eight 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 minutes left okay thank you and then the the gratitude list I have people in program that we sent gratitudes to each other and I had a let go let God list you know it was you know the the grief you know was a huge thing and to get through it and then all, all, all of a sudden, and then there was a huge amount of issues with my birth mother, because I've known her for 30 years. And I don't need to get to all that now, but that's a relationship that is no longer in existence. And, you know, it's like I've learned in program, it's like working the steps, doing what your sponsor suggests, you know, being willing to do whatever, you know, and my, and my OA sponsor was the one that was like, get your butt to an Al-Anon meeting. And I just wasn't willing. It took like a year for me to be willing. And then I guess for about a year now, I've been doing, um, did wells on text. And I, I don't send the text right away, but it's like anything that I did, you know, it's like my morning time, you know, reading the, the, the readers that I read you know, whatever my, more, you know, it is the time, the fact that I got up and showed up for work on time, even though my work is in the, the room next, because I still work from home. And, 
you know, just any little thing that I, you know, cause I've had so in the past two years, I've had so many health issues I've had to deal with and to be pro, so proactive with doctors and just, you know, making lists of the things that I did and knowing that my sponsor is here, reads it, hears it, gives me a thumbs up, gives me a heart, you know, whatever. It's just, it's kind of like this 10th step, but just giving myself a hug and saying, you did a good job today, honey. You know, you showed up and, you know, and just a huge thing that I've dealt with in program is having gained weight in the past year. And I have, I don't like that. I have not gained weight in like, you know, in a significant amount that I had to, you know, change sizes of clothing. And, and it was, you know, it has a lot to do with health issues I've been dealing with has to do with my age. There's a lot of things. I don't understand it because it doesn't make sense to me because I'm eating the same way I did or less, but I know when my head starts thinking that some diet scheme is going to work, make it all go away or, or fasting or this or that, all the stuff that you see on social media, I'm like, I, I start to get into, I'm like, nope, 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 nope. That is not, that's not the answer. The answer is for me to accept where my body is right now. I went through this huge purge like a week ago, got rid of all the clothes that don't fit. I'm, you know, I got to a point where like, I'm tired of putting on these clothes that don't feel comfortable. And it's like, yeah, they could, they might fit, but they're not comfortable. And I don't feel good about myself in them. And like, I would tell a sponsee, get something that fits, get the size you're comfortable in and accept where your body's right now, because God still loves you in in that body and you need to love you in that body. And me saying this right now is like, yeah, this is what I need to tell myself because I it, it has been a, it has been a struggle, but I'm it's this transition of just accepting and, and be loving to myself because I my body has gone through so much the last couple of years. I mean, I'm having surgery tomorrow, but it's like I have learned I show up, you know, and and it's and it's was very it's been very hard with work, you know. It's like okay, you know, getting sick before I go to work. Okay, splashing my face Four with minutes. lavender. Thank you. Thank thank you. And, you know, just having this routine that's like, okay, God, we can do this. Let's, we're going to show up, you know, and, um, and that's what I, I, my biggest thing is showing up for my life today and, and being grateful for all the wonderful things I have, the love I have in my life today. The fact that there's no yelling going on in my house today, you know, and, and dealing with getting fidgety and wanting to eat over it. And now I like, I have all these hobbies since the pandemic, you know, like plant, I've gotten to succulents and just, just finding things to do with my fingers instead of putting food in my face. And, you know, and, and after I started feeling better, you know, after this last year, just all these passion projects, these are you know, cause I'm an artist and I did a show, my first show this year. And, you know, my, my husband and I finally got to go on our honeymoon, you know, just being grateful for all these, you know, blessings instead of like my stomach's fat, you know, my, my, my husband gets to a place. He's like, okay, 
no more fat conversation. We're not talking about fat tonight. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, just, it it has to become, it has to, a word that has to get out of my mouth. And it was out of my dictionary for a long time. And, you know, I just have to, right now, the word I'm trying to place is acceptance is just like, accept that I'm healthy. This is, you know, where I'm at today. You know, I have a, a long list of gratitudes and, you know, I don't have to, I don't have to live in that. I'm not loving, you know, just, I don't have to live in being so critical about myself, even though I do still get, and I don't think it is ever going to go away, but it's, you know, getting better. Just saying, this is, this is the body God wants me in right now. And I just have to accept that. And I'm, I'm absent. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. And this is the body I'm in and I just have to accept it, you know, and, um, and just great. And this, the, you know, the, the gratitude of having a community like this, that we can share about shit like this, that you cannot share about with normal people. Most people look at you like, or or all even someone will say, you know, have a problem say, Oh, why don't you try writing or do this? And they go, Oh, I'm not into that. You know, it's like, not everybody wants to do the work that you have to do when you're in a 12 step program and, you know, who wants to put the food down. And when you put the food down, you, you've got to deal with why you've been eating, you know, and, and then when, then what's even frustrating when you have all the tools and you, you, you know how to deal with it and you still want to eat, <laughs> you're just like, Ugh. so that's why I'll find myself in my art studio working on an, and I do this very expressive art and, you know, just, you know, it's like, okay, that period of time, I did not think about freaking food. I did not, you know, and I, and I just, I can't put food in my house. It's going to make me, you know, have a, start having a relationship with it and think about it more than I think about my husband. Cause that's just, it, it's just not an option anymore. It, it just gets old. You know, it's like that tired thinking that some, some food item is going to make it, those feelings go away or that uncomfortableness. Cause I hate being uncomfortable. I mean, I cannot stand you know, having a feeling and being uncomfortable about, but I've learned in here, sometimes you got to make an amends about it. It's um, time. Sorry. Thank, thank you so much. And, and sometimes you got to write about it and, you know, just thankful that we have so many tools to help us get through things. So we don't have to eat over it. So thanks so much for everyone for listening.